Hello friend, happy Friday. I'm excited to bring you the word of the Lord and thank you for joining this podcast. We're starting a series that I titled To Live is Christ. To Live is Christ. Today is going to be part one of this series and as usually you know in part one we lay the foundation you know, talk about what we are building, what we are going to build on in the past to come. So today we are talking about the conviction to live. The conviction to live. Live as in L-I-V-E. Okay, so the conviction to live. In Philippians chapter 1 verse 21, which is a focal scripture. Philippians chapter 1 verse 21. I'm going to read that scripture across different Bible translations. In NIV, the Bible says, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Now, let me give us a background. We know the, this book, the book of Philippians, was written by Apostle Paul, you know, sharing his joy, his sufferings, and a lot of experiences across the scripture. It says, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. NLT, it says, For me to live. It says, Living means living for Christ, and dying is even better. I love that scripture. Look at Amplified Bible Translation. It says, For me to live, to live is Christ. He is my source of joy, my reason to live, and to die is gain, for I will be with him in eternity. Now, listen to me, dearly beloved. Life presents us with so many options. Life, it presents us with diverse options, a wide range of options. I'll give you an example. One of the options that life presents us with is that you don't necessarily have to be married before you have a kid. And how can you do that? You can do that with baby mamas. It's an option. Life presents us with, that's an option. Another option life presents men with, or, you know, presents, if I use men, I'm using the generic sense now. Another option life presents us with is that you don't really have to work for wealth. You can create wealth can be created out of a corny craftiness. That's an option. So life presents us with another option to choose who to yield ourselves to, who to yield our bodies to. It's an option. So life presents us with so many options. But Apostle Paul got to this point in his life. He made this declaration. He says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now, this, this kind of declaration, this kind of confession, are not just the confession of the lips alone. It, it, it comes from the heart. It comes deep within a realization. It comes from a realization. Now, but I need to let you know, while I said that life presents us with so many options, and I give us an example, I need you to know that for a child of God, Every other option is not an option. Every other option is not an option. And every option itself is not an option. So that means in as much as life presents us with diverse options, a wide range of options, we have a work in our hands to choose. We have, a re- we, we have to get to the point of realization. We have to get to the point to understand what choice do I make at this time. Now, the option we choose depends on what we consider as important to us. See, listen to me. The option you choose in life, the route you choose to go in life, 
depends on what you consider as important. Somebody else considers, you know, maybe X as important to him or her, and he chooses to go by X. Somebody else is somebody else, I mean, chooses, okay, Y, I just want to stick to Y. And he or she, you know, continues to stick to Y. But Apostle Paul, or Paul the Apostle, got to this realization where he had to make this confession. Now, I need to also reiterate that Philippians 1.21 is not a sudden scriptural emergence. It's not sudden. It's not, it's not a magical confession. No. It's not just, you know, a confession to play around with. No, not quite. So, but it is a true conviction of a yielded heart. Philippians 1.21 is more than a confession. It is a conviction. No wonder in Galatians 2 verse 20, Paul the Apostle said, I have been crucified with Christ. He said, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. He says, the life I live in the body. He said, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. I have been crucified with Christ. And look at Philippians 1.21. He said, for me to live is Christ. That's all I know. That's all that matters to me. Why? Because he's my source of joy, my reason to live. See, we, we, I believe that we know that there's a difference between when you are existing and when you are living. I'm existing on the earth just by the virtue of the fact that I have breath. But I am living because I have purpose in my life. I start living when I understand my purpose. I start living when I understand the reason why I was born. I start living why I understand that which the Lord has committed into my hand. That which I am here on the surface of earth to do. Living is Christ. This scripture is two part and it says dying is gain. So in right now we are just focusing on the part A living is Christ. For me to live is Christ. Now, I want to say something. You may choose to agree with this. You may choose not to agree. It's okay. Alright, so confession and conviction may not necessarily go hand in hand. Confessions and convictions may not necessarily go hand in hand. Why did I say that? I will establish that to you from the scriptures. Matthew 15, 8-9. This was Jesus speaking. He says, These people draw it knee unto me with their mouth. Confession. You make confession with your mouth. You make confession from your lips. He says, And honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. These people only stopped at the level of confession. Anybody can confess anything, child of God. One can confess because, oh, I was told to confess it. I was told this is a confession in our church. We have to confess it. I was told that, oh, you know, after seven, we were given a paper and they wrote on it confession. And I was just reading it with every other person. Now, that's confession. Would you say the person didn't confess it? No, but the difference is somebody else is, has a conviction that this is the word of the Lord. And as I am speaking it, it is working for me. Hallelujah. Said these people draw me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. Look at Isaiah 29 13. Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as these people draw me with their mouths and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me 
and their fear towards me is taught by the precept of men. So, conviction is the deeper level. So, if we consider it in layers, okay? So, confession is the first layer. With the mouth, Bible says confession uh, with the mouth. Confession is made unto salvation. With the mouth, we confess. But with the heart, we believe unto righteousness. Hallelujah. With the heart, we have a belief unto righteousness. But with the mouth, what do we do? We confess. We confess with our mouths. And that is Romans uh, chapter 10 verse 9. Romans chapter 10 verse 9. It tells us that. Um, verse 10 also. It said, For with the heart man believed unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. So, that's why I said confession and confusion. So, you've got to understand what you're choosing. you got to understand where you belong. So, you can be quoting Philippians chapter 1 verse 21 just by the virtue of confession. It might not be a virtue of conviction. You must have a conviction to live. And to live for what? To live and for, for you to live has to be Christ. Amen. So, conviction has to do with the state of the heart. It has to do with the state of the heart. In Romans chapter 8, verse 18, look at Paul the Apostle again. He says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. So, the conviction to live for Christ is actually born out of a deep realization that life is nothing compared to the glory of God revealed in us you come to that understanding that see listen life is nothing life is so fickle life is so empty you can never compare life to the glory of God that has been revealed in us you can never compare life to the glory of God that will be revealed in us so, when you are living for Christ, what happens? You are alive in Christ. Amen. You live for Christ, you are alive in Him. You are waking in Him. You are, I mean, <laughs> you are, life is, life is giving back to life in Him. That's what it means. In Romans chapter 6 verse 11, Romans 6 verse 11, it says, NLT. It says, so you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. So, in this part one, we are talking about the conviction to live. You must have that, uh, you must come to that realization. Why must I live for Christ or why should I live for Christ? Apostle Paul said, for me to live is Christ. Listen again, it's not just a sudden scriptural emergence. It's not just a sudden scriptural emergence. It is born out of a lot of counting the cost. It is born out of understanding what the mind of God is. born out of understanding what the mystery of God is. In the episodes to come, we are going to build on this foundation that we have laid. That we have laid from Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, that says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I'll see you in the next episode. God bless you. Kindly share this with your friend. Don't miss the episodes to come.
God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.